Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Taking Care of Business. We've got Lynette, our data queen again, and myself back for, I know I say it every time, my favourite one, the data one of the month, or the data, the, the podcast on data from the previous month, in this case October. We've been shoved in this room again, Lewis and Carl always get the boardroom, <laughs> maybe they're trying to compensate for something, I don't know. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's get straight into it because there's there's loads that's been going on, and I'm gonna before we get into data, I'm gonna ask you a question. So this week again, we saw further 0.75 percent uh, base hike, and uh, the interest rate from the US, which obviously is enacted in the, the UAE as well. It's too early to see any impact from this hike, but have we seen anything so far in the market from hikes that have happened earlier in the year? Um, I think so. <laughs> Here in the UAE, specifically in Dubai, um, we're pretty much immune to what is happening in the rest of the world, particularly the U.S. when it comes to the housing market. So obviously, the interest rate hikes in the U.S. have taken effect on the U.S. housing market. There is a decline in prices in pretty much across the board in the U.S., especially in the uh, bigger cities. Um, however, here in Dubai, it's a very different scenario. Um, we have extremely high demand, high net worth individuals coming in. A lot of cash purchases are happening, um, foreign direct investment, and uh, the prime supply is dwindling, and it continues to dwindle. Um, we haven't had that many off-plan launches as we were used to in the previous years. Um, you have so many incentives from the government. Um, you have the golden visas. You have incentives for businesses to move here. Um, so it's a very different scenario here in Dubai. So have we seen the effect? Not really. Not quite yet. Of course, mortgage rates have gone up. We're just sub, like barely sub 5% still, um, despite the last increase last week. Um, however, uh, people are still applying for mortgages, um, as you, we will talk about later on from our report from Alsop and Alsop, um, and the market is still thriving. Um, so if we look at the total amount of transactions um, of, o of overall all Dubai for the month of October, we had 8,554 transactions, which equaled 25 billion dirhams. Now, if you put that into perspective, month on month, we had a very slight decline of less than 1%. It was actually 0.85% decline yeah. in volume, and the value changed by 3.14%. However, if you look at the year-on-year -year change, we had a 60% increase in volume and a 91% increase in value, which says a lot, because obviously prices have increased here in Dubai over the last year. Um, if we break that down further, we also have an interesting pivot in the month of October. So in the month of October, 53% of the transactions were in off-plan, whereas 47% were in the secondary market. So this is the first month, and I would say over the last year, where off-plan has dominated the secondary sector. Yeah, we've been noting, haven't we? And we have seen the kind of figures get closer and closer together. Um, but yeah, you, you're right. That is, that is an interesting change. But maybe... Coming back to what you said a minute ago, that's a reflection of all the foreign direct investment, all the money that's coming into Dubai at the moment, and with the uh, with the interest rates, people uh, raising interest rates rising, people's affordability in Dubai is reduced. So maybe we're seeing that kind of shift in the market of maybe less interest in secondary, but more of the more of the cash coming in and the rich and wealthy coming in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I actually dove a little bit deeper into the numbers for October because I just, you know, out of curiosity, I wanted to know what was the real year and year change for average prices overall Dubai for sales. And it's very interesting for apartments in the Palm. It was a 90 percent increase 
Business Bay, 53% increase year on year. year. This is for sales for apartments. Dubai Harbor, 43%. JVT and Remrem, both 63%. Um, and for the Villa Townhouse sector, we had Emirates Living at a 43% increase, Alfajan a 58% increase, uh, Jumeirah Golf Estate 69% increase, which I'm sure a lot of people are very happy about here in this office. <laughs> uh, ranches too, 66%, and both Victory Heights and Talal El Gaf 104% increase year on year. Wow. Yeah. So. And that's uh, from DLD. This is from Dubai wow. Land Department Open Data Platform. Um, and that's for sales for both apartments and villa townhouses year on year change. So, you know, uh, just going back to your original question, your first question, have we really seen an effect of the rate hikes? We haven't. And I'm sure as we go into the ALSOP uh, data, we're going to see even more activity. Such a, it's just such a funny place at the moment, isn't it? I know <laughs> it we is. keep saying it, but like <laughs> the, the uniqueness of Dubai's position in the world, you keep feeling there has to be an impact at some point. but. Yeah, as you say at the moment, it's not I mean, reflecting in the data. No, it's not. And and every time you think like, okay, well, you know, there there is a rate hike or there is the crisis happening in Europe. Um, we have the energy crisis, but still, something new would come up here in Dubai. Um, either some new initiative, something with the golden visas. Um, obviously, there's a lot of foreign wealth coming in, so it, it, it's really hard to gauge Dubai as a market against yeah. any of the other markets. Yeah. So, in terms of where people are buying, where or where is that? Where what's the the hottest communities at the moment? So, for Dubai Land Department Open Data, uh, when it comes for sales for the top five apartment communities, is Business Bay. Jumeirah Village Circle, Palm Jumeirah, Dubai Hills Estate, and Dubai Marina. And then for Villa Townhouses, it's Mudon, actually, that's number one in, in October, Murdif, Talal Al Furjan, uh, Villa Nova, and Jabal Ali Village. Wow. Yeah. That's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's very interesting and we're starting to see, which is a whole conversation of its own, is the shifts that are happening within the city. You know, obviously during COVID, we saw the shift to the suburbs from the city. Yeah. Now we're seeing people go back to the city where it's more affordable for apartments. We're seeing people go to the areas like Remram and Town Square, um, where we're going to have the Etihad Rail eventually in the next yeah. few years. So, I mean, it's very interesting to see the shift in the city as well as where investors are investing in. I, yeah, I, I, I find it, it's a separate subject, but fascinating because it, we've seen the growth, the growth of a city from when I first got here, downtown and marina, and that was pretty much it to, mm-hmm. to everything that's going on, the, the suburbs and, and what yeah. have you. So I know just off air, you, you're talking about percentage change, changes in communities. Yeah. Do you want to share that data with us? So in regards to, for rentals? Let's what was it? What was that? Sorry. So this was Dubai Land Department for sale. So I can talk about. Sorry, no, you've now. gone through it. Yeah. Yeah. So for rentals uh, for the month of October from the Dubai Land Department open data, there was fifty nine thousand eight hundred and seventy Ijari rental uh, registrations, which is an eight percent increase month on month. Which is the highest for the year, I think, as it well. It is the highest this. of the yeah. year, yeah. 58% were new contracts, while 42% were, th- were renewal, which I find very interesting. Um, the top five areas for rentals for apartments for overall Dubai was International City and Dubai Silicon Oasis, uh, Discovery Gardens and Al-Farjan, JVC, uh, Dubai Marina, and Business Bay. Uh, the top areas for Villa Townhouse rentals in overall Dubai was the Mac Hills 2, which we know is a Korea yeah. Oxygen, 
Emirates Living, Arabian Ranches 2, Al-Farjan, and Dubai Hills Estate. Now, I also looked at the data for the increase of rental activity from Ijari year on year, and again, found some very interesting information. So from the apartment uh, sector, Town Square grew by 25% year on year. Wow. Uh, Satwa grew by 25% year on year. Uh, downtown Dubai by 29%, Dubai Marina by 25%, and the Palm by 25%. This is for apartments. Yeah. Now for the Villa Townhouse sector, Dubai Hills grew by 53%. Uh, year on year, the Palm by 50%, Maidan by 54%, and Jumeirah Park by 25%. So this is the data. So data beats opinion every single time. So, you know, you hear like, oh, rents are increasing, sale prices are increasing. Well, you just need to look at the data, yeah. which we obviously have, um, and as soon will be accessible to everybody. Um, and uh, I mean, the market is going in the direction that we keep on saying that it's going in, that you're seeing in the press and on, in all these articles, um, as well as in our podcast. Um, and like I always say, the proof is in the pudding or the proof is in the data. It's certainly true. <laughs> and one of the things that I'm just looking at the, the graph at the moment for the Ajari stats, in October, new contracts and so not renewals, there was 8,163 new rental contracts of office spaces in Dubai, yes. which I will come back to you. Maybe we'll come back to it next month. I've asked our data team to look into more to give us a little bit of context of is that high? Is it low? How does it how does it go year on year? But just as a standout, a standout figure, it seems quite high, to be honest. And we'll give more context. But in one month, there's over 8,000 new businesses taking premises. Yes. Or, or maybe people upsizing or one thing or another. But 8,000 new office space rentals is huge. And it speaks for how busy we all keep saying the city is and what's going on in the city at the moment. Absolutely. And I will not be surprised that when we pull this commercial data, we're going to see a significant increase in rentals. I think so. Uh, yeah. Across the city. Um, uh, this has been a trend that has been going on, I would say, for the last year, year and a half. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to do that podcast on commercial. 100%. And the reason we're bringing it up is obviously more offices opening, more business being created, population growth, more people to Dubai, more people need to live in properties, essentially. And that brings it back to the real estate side of things and why, we'll see, why we will be seeing and why we are seeing more rental contracts, more sales transactions happening. It all links in together to the, the stronger the economy is, the, the stronger the real estate market is. Okay. Let's have a flick to Allsop and Allsop data, shall we? Quickly run through some headline figures, which are quite always quite nice to look at. The top three sales transactions um, in October, we had one at 59.5 million on Palm Jumeirah. 20 and two, actually, two big sales in Alvarado last month, one at 20 million and one at 17.2 million. On the rental side of things, the largest transactions we had, uh, 1.16 million in Jumeirah Golf Estates, 800,000 uh, rental on Blue Waters and one for 560,000 rooms in Emirates Living. So quite sizable transactions again, which keep coming back to, speaks to speaks to the money coming into Dubai at the moment and the amount of wealth coming into Dubai. If we look at Allsop and Allsop data in, on the sales side in terms of average prices, month on month from September, you can't really read too much into this, but a 35% increase Year on year, which is the more fair representation, 12% increase, and that's across the whole board. So broken down by area, we'll see, see different percentages, but across the board, a 12% increase. And in terms of buyer's positions, we had 54% finance buyer, um, I think 6% developer, de developer deals and 40% cash purchases. So 
slightly off, I'd say, the land department data, but that is down to our niche in the mm-hmm. market, which is a heavily residential um, secondary market company. Nationalities um, for tenants, British, Russians and Indians, and exactly the same again for buyers. So it seems to be that's where that's well, that's where the interest is at the moment. Again, as we say every month, the, the Russians are really starting to dominate and yes. secure their place in the top three on, on both sides at the moment, which is maybe uh, maybe no surprise. Coming on to rental prices, month on month, 6% increase. So October this year compared to last year, but year on year, a 47% increase, which matches the Ajari data. And I'm sure if anyone's, anyone's watching who is renting a property and been in a position, position of having to move then, Probably matching what you're you're seeing out there, um, seeing out there in the market as well. So, um, and then our, our top transacted areas match quite tying quite well with the DLD as we'd expect. Mm-hmm. Really, we, we kind of plan a lot of our growth in terms of what's happening in the market. So, so there's no surprise there. But yeah, overall, a, a busy month again, both very DLD and, and also and also. Yeah, very very busy, and I'm very curious to see how we're going to do in November. I mean, uh, I don't know about you, Paul, but I live in the JBR area and every single night it's full as if there's an event happening yeah. you know how like when there's usually fireworks and stuff yeah. you have a big crowd it's like that every single night it could be a monday night wednesday night does not matter um i go for my walks at night in the morning and it's just full 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 of people a lot of tourists are here yeah um i don't know if we can attribute that exactly 100 percent to the world cup um but i am seeing a lot of families a lot of tourists a lot of the tourist buses the hotels um, the average price for a hotel in JBR is 2,000 dirhams per night. Crazy. Um, a friend of mine rented his flat in Dubai Parmenon for the month of December for 30,000 dirhams, yeah. a one bedroom, 700 square feet, yeah. um, to, to, to two people uh, for the whole month of December. Um, and of course, every time I turn my head, I'm hearing Russian speaking. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Um, it's very interesting, the, dy- the, the dynamics in the city. Um, I was here in 2007. I have to say it's busier than 2007. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's incredible and it, I, I love it. You know, it's amazing for Dubai. It's amazing uh, to see how much we have grown through, cro- uh, through COVID and over the last year, especially within real estate. But not only that, but like with the golden visas and new businesses coming into effect. Yesterday, there was the article that we have already um, distributed over 100,000 golden visas here in the wow. UAE. So, I mean, it's, it's really incredible to see. So it's so hard, going back to your very first question, it's so hard to, compare Dubai to the rest of the world or to other major cities in the world because we really are unique in every single way. Do you know, yeah, and I'm hearing so much at the moment, both from my own friendship group in the UK, but also just anecdotally when I'm talking to anyone around the market or the school drop-off and what have you, most people have got friends who are asking to move to Dubai at the yeah, moment. Yes. And can you find me a job? I want to get out from wherever I am. And I, I, even the recruitment event that we held in Dubai, there was people coming there talking that they were in Dubai at the moment, but they were asking for jobs for friends as well that they've got back home and what have you. So yeah, it's um, there's something special going on in the city at the moment. And where I think this is different from 2007 is, property market specifically, you have to put so much more equity in the market these days. You have to, to get a golden visa, you have to be contributing quite a lot to society. So I think there's a lot more solid foundation and, and solid groundwork. And I think... This time what we're seeing is driven by people seeing a home in the city and wanting to put down roots in the city and not going back to 2007 when it was just 
people putting all the life savings to buy 5% of a property yeah. and then trying to flip it the next day. And that, that house of cards came down. I think it's a completely different proposition for at the moment. So absolutely, all we can do is keep reporting on the data yes. month on month and yes, yes. sharing what we're seeing and seeing what impacts maybe down the line that the Fed rises have on compared to anything else. I know you've got some fascinating points and discussions that will lead us into maybe next week's podcast or a separate video in terms of like macroeconomics around the world and different touch points to things and how it might affect Dubai and how it might benefit Dubai if there can be any hurdles Dubai so that would be one for everyone to watch out for in the next next week or so I guess it will be good thank you very much for watching thank you very much Lynette once again thank you Paul any questions as always any clarity if you agree with us disagree with us let us know if you're interested in anything you're hearing just like and subscribe and keep following us thank you and see you next time